Welcome to Spectrum Sundays. I am Francesca D'Alessandro, serving my community through AAA Appreciation and Awareness for Autism. I am also a speech-language pathologist with a master's degree from the University at Buffalo. And I am Megan Sinisi, Miss Pennsylvania 2021 and the founder of a nonprofit organization for autism titled From a New Perspective. I am also a speech-language pathologist with a master's degree from the University of Missouri. Everyone deserves to feel accepted and included in every space that they walk in. Our series aims to inspire you to advocate for yourself and on behalf of your loved ones. And we are so grateful that you're here with us today. This week marks the 100th anniversary of the Miss America organization, which has provided scholarships for women all across the country for almost a century. Megan Sinisi is a candidate for the prestigious job of Miss America, along with 50 other women from each state. Megan represents Pennsylvania as she enters the competition this week, and Spectrum Sundays would love to highlight her experiences with hosting the podcast. Welcome, Megan Sinisi, Miss Pennsylvania 2021. Thank you. It feels so crazy to be on the other side, being the interviewee. <laughs> well, you have worked so hard um, over the last few years. So this is your time to shine and really show everything that you've been working towards and will hopefully accomplish going forward. So first, I would love to know how Spectrum Sundays has helped prepare you for the job of Miss America. I think the job of Miss America needs to focus a lot on all the diversity of people that she'll interact with in her year. So how this has helped me is we've learned, Fran and I have learned so much about different experiences from all different backgrounds, from parent perspectives of autism, from actually autistic perspectives, from professional perspectives, and from all different age groups as well. And that's helped me connect a voice to those people, but also to understand what type of story they need to be uplifted and amplified through my year of service as Miss America. So that's something that I really look forward to doing is carrying through those little lessons that I've learned around, along the way, and then thinking very carefully about how I use each and every day so that the ref reflection of my job can be the experiences of those that I've learned throughout the time. Exactly. I feel like um, I've felt very similarly in that it really rounded out my experience as a title holder and especially within my initiative. So it was a really great experience. And what is a goal that you have if you were chosen to be the next Miss America? One goal that I really want to implement is having an autism response training for the police force and for fire companies and first responders. Those on the spectrum don't always communicate effectively um, in a traditional sense. So equipping police force and the first responders with ways that they can understand how a person on the spectrum communicates differently, I think will mitigate a lot of trouble that might happen in those interactions or uh, misunderstanding in those interactions. Another goal of mine would be to continue doing what we were doing here on Spectrum Sundays, amplifying the voices of people around me. I'm not a person with autism and no one in my direct family experiences it in their life, um, but I've learned so much about how we can care about causes that don't impact us directly and how important it is for us to be allies. So I want to continue that allyship and equip other neurotypical people with the power to use their position of influence to be that type of person that uplifts the voices of those that are on the spectrum. Exactly. And, you know, it's so funny because I was just talking today about creating 
partnerships with police force and first responders mm -hmm. on how to approach those who are neurodiverse or on the spectrum more um, appropriately so that we can avoid any type of mishap. Um, and so what you're doing is very honorable and very needed. Uh, but I wanna take a moment to talk about your nonprofit organization from a new perspective. So how do you plan on further using that um, in your autism ex uh, acceptance experience? Yes, our mission through From a New Perspective is to challenge those misconceptions about autism, the misconception that it's a disease or something that needs to be fixed about a person. So our tagline, our, our call to action is to accept, respect, and empower people with disabilities, but specifically those with autism. So I'd like to expand upon my nonprofit organization to really dig into the intersectionality within autism. So intersectionality between race and gender and ethnicity, and then how that impacts people differently in the autism community so that we can make sure as an organization that we're being as inclusive as possible to those on the spectrum or to those that have different life experiences. Um, and then especially as Miss America, I want to leverage that 501c3 status to make sure that we're connecting resources to communities that don't currently have them. So places in rural communities or those in low income communities so that they have connections to autism resources that can help either a child with autism thrive or a young adult that's trying to pursue a fulfilling independent life. Yes, exactly. And that's something that we've talked about a lot on this series as well throughout the couple of the last few years. And um, I know I can only speak on my behalf, but I have learned so much um, every week, just learning from other people's experiences. And I've had so many different aha moments where I was changed and my perspective was changed, but for the better. So have you had any pivotal turning points or aha moments in your own line of work, uh, either through Spectrum Sundays or other experiences as an advocate? I have. I have gone through my own transformation of ideas about autism. So when I established this mission for my, my life to be a speech therapist and to connect people with communication skills that don't currently have them or find ways to help them communicate better in their life or in a way that works for them. I think the thing that I've learned most is that it's okay to shift your ideas and your perspectives. And we're ever evolving and learning about the world around us. So something that was an aha moment for me was whenever we had Haley Moss on Spectrum Sundays, and she also admitted her own perspectives and, and changes in ideas, transformation of ideas. And I think that that gave me a little bit more grace to give myself that it was okay to have a previous idea about autism and that only strengthens why I'm here to do what I do and to challenge the misconceptions because I was someone that did have the common misconception that people with autism didn't speak or didn't have a voice if they didn't communicate in a traditional sense. And I've learned through my speech therapy experience, but also through my advocacy that that is a very false misconception. So I think my aha moment was learning from an actually autistic person herself that it's okay to change your ideas and your perspectives and to learn as you grow. Exactly. And I feel like we've created a safe space here on Spectrum Sundays where people feel comfortable to share and be vulnerable, but it's also a comfortable space to learn and to grow and understand where our mistakes happen and learn from that. So yeah, yeah it's been a really amazing experience working with you over the last few years. Yeah, and, and I think it's really interesting too. Another aha moment was whenever I learned the difference between per person first language and identity first language. 
um, as a professional, we're often told the most respectful way to address a diagnosis is by putting the person first. And I think that that is respectful and the idea of looking at a person as simply a human before identifying them as anything else is a great way to approach it. But learning from so many autistic people that they want that to be embraced about them and to be shared and not to be shied away from. And that disability isn't a dirty word. Autism isn't a word that we should fear saying. And that was another aha moment for me to check myself and think, why is it uncomfortable for me to say autistic person? And how can I change that and inspire others to use that type of language that helps someone feel that that's a part of their identity that they can be proud of instead of shy away from? I absolutely agree with you. And this really leads into the next question I was about to ask you because I felt as um, a graduate student in the speech language pathology program, I was always told what disorders are by my professors who are not autistic and not any uh, on the spectrum or neurodiverse as far as I know of. So I wasn't really hearing from that firsthand perspective, which really shapes how I approach therapy in real life outside of the classroom. And I wish I would have had more of that experience in my curriculum. So how has being an autism advocate helped shape your career as a speech language pathologist? I know you touched a little bit on it, but maybe share a little bit more. Yeah, being an advocate is the only reason that I'm a speech therapist. So I was connected with an opportunity to understand that those on the spectrum aren't given the credit that they're that they deserve and that they have so much unforeseen potential that society doesn't allow them to fulfill because of the spaces that don't allow accommodations or don't embrace them as a contributing member. So I think I think being an autism advocate and going the extra mile to learn about people's experience for themselves and what they need in their life and what's missing has helped me as a clinician to approach from not just evidence-based practice and what a professional would approach therapy, but to to think about the person and, and what in their life is missing and how we can connect them with the resources and the ability to communicate and self-advocate for the things that they really need. I think it's extremely important as a speech therapist not to feel like you're the voice for somebody else, but that you're equipping them with the voice that they have never been given the opportunity to amplify on their own. Right, and, and also to learn more about themselves as well and give those um, individuals the tools and resources so that they can grow within, within themselves as people. Um, so what is a way for our viewers to become more involved in your autism advocacy journey and your empowerment journey? Absolutely. I encourage anybody who has any question about autism to ask it. There are so many people in the autism community who want to share their experiences and want to confront these misconceptions. And the only way that we can do that is by answering the questions that are, that are out there and to encourage that open dialogue and conversation. So I encourage anyone to ask me a question and to ask an autistic person for themselves because I think that they can speak to their experience best. Um, another way is to support my nonprofit organization uh, from a new perspective helps to challenge those misconceptions, but also to connect autism families with resources in their communities. So a large project that we're working on right now is raising funds to implement sensory rooms in public spaces. A lot of families may avoid 
stressful environments, things like sporting events or concerts or amusement parks, because that could be overwhelming for an autistic child. But having a sensory room available, or even thinking about travel in an airport, having a, a sensory room available gives that place of that they can regroup from those stressful environments and then not feel like they have to completely avoid those family experiences that every family deserves. So those are two ways to ask questions, to get involved in from a new perspective. But I especially encourage anyone who's neurotypical to become an ally and just to have a genuine desire to learn about those on the spectrum or people that are different from them, whether that's in autism or disability or not, look at differences not as um, deficits or weaknesses, but try to focus on the strengths of a person within their differences. Right. And I truly believe that diversity makes our community stronger. Mm -hmm. um, so working towards accepting uh, others for who they are and using their strengths, like you said, to build on. And you are heading into the Miss America competition. So could you explain um, a little bit about how you've been staying grounded and focused? You had your interview already and you're preparing for the preliminaries. So how are you staying grounded and centered? It's amazing because there are 51 women from all across the country here all together, and we're all going through this experience together at the same time. So the way that I've stayed grounded is to find my tribe of women within these 51 girls that are vying for the same job. A lot of people have another misunderstanding that women can't can't get along or when they're in a competition like this, they can't uplift one another, but that's totally been the opposite in my experience. So I've talked to the women around me. We've kind of thought about, you know, what's it going to feel like whenever there's actually a crowd out there. And that's helped me stay grounded to understand that everyone's going through the same nerves, um, but that we're all here for a common goal is, and that's to make a difference in someone's life, whatever cause that we stand for. So that's one way that I've stayed grounded. And then I pray a lot because I'm a faithful person. So I have a little devotional that I read through every morning. And it's so funny because whenever I read that, it always seems to speak to the exact emotion that I'm feeling. So that has helped me understand that there's someone looking over me and trying to protect me through this whole experience. But I think the last thing that I've done is just reminded myself that this is an experience that not many women get to stand on and have the opportunity to live through. So I've been reminding myself that although that can sound stressful and put a lot of pressure on you, that it's such an honor to be here, no matter the outcome of, of the competition. And that I know that if I were chosen to be Miss America, I can step into that role so confidently, but staying grounded in the idea that whatever is meant to be will be. Exactly. And we are so proud of all the hard work. And when I say we, myself, and I know a lot of our guests have shared messages with how uh, excited that they are to see you on the stage of Miss America, promoting not only autism acceptance, but acceptance for all disabilities and inclusion, um, which is really important. And that's what exactly what we need right now. And a common message that we've talked a lot about too is collaboration over competition. And we are truly stronger together and not um, when we're against each other. So as we're wrapping up today, who would you like to give a special shout out to? I'd love to give a special shout out to my brother, Chris. He's someone that has supported me so much through every endeavor that I have 
went for and gone after in my life. Um, but he's also taken a special interest in learning about autism him, himself. He's even offered to be a guest on the show here on <laughs> Sundays. So I just love and appreciate how much he has invested in my own journey and, and to learn more about the things that I really care about. Um, and he's also just been that pillar of support that I have always needed. And I can always turn to him whenever I, I need somebody for anything under the sun. So I'll give a shout out to my brother, Chris. Yeah, that's great. And I think it's also a testament to how passionate you are and how that really inspires the people around you. And the work that you've been doing all these years has really created a huge impact around you. So congratulations for everything you've done and um, accomplished. And we're so glad to have you as part of this experience here. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode and would love to follow her journey to Miss America, you can follow her on Instagram at Miss America PA and at Megan the SLP, as well as her nonprofit organization on Instagram at From a New Perspective. You can also visit her website at www.fromanewperspective.org. Thank you, everyone, and we will see you next Sunday. And make sure to tune in to Miss America on December 16th on Peacock TV. <laughs> Absolutely. We will see you then. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Spectrum Sundays. We are your hosts, Francesca D'Alessandro and Miss Pennsylvania, Megan Sinisi. Please make sure to subscribe to our series and follow us on social media to stay connected to autism professionals and self-advocates. And remember, true impact is accomplished through active listening and exploring the world through a variety of perspectives. Join us next week on Spectrum Sundays to help cultivate a community of inclusion, appreciation, and acceptance around autism.